2: Watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
1: Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game!
2: Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: Let's start with the big game over the weekend. You had a blog that I definitely want to get to. I'm actually gonna write myself a note so I don't forget. Um, But what'd you make of the Super Bowl, dude? Uh, Mahomes, Reed just keep on winning. Kyle just keeps on losing. Um, what'd you make of it?
2: Yeah, I, it was a obviously as we know by now a great game, uh, amazing ending. Patrick Mahomes is just one of a kind. I we've never seen anything like him in terms of just how he's able. It, it I, we have some something like him. It's it's Brady two point Brady to Gronk just. Every time they got the ball back with, you know, two minutes left on the clock, you knew they were going to score. Mm. It was the exact same thing. We, we knew it was going to happen. We couldn't believe it was happening. I think I said out loud, is this really happening? No fewer than 50 times. Uh, yeah, Mahomes is just an incredible quarterback. He takes up the biggest cap hit of any player in the league, which I think is eye-opening. And we should really stop and think that if you get a quarterback, you really, really, really need to pay for a quarterback. It's important, and it wins you Super Bowls. Um, I, it was great to be able to bet Mahomes at plus money, which mm. I did, and so that felt good. And overall, I think it's one of the more memorable Super Bowls of the last 20 years. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the second half especially, and then obviously over time.
1: Yeah, 123.4 million people watched it.
2: It's a lot of people. A lot of people watched but- uh, Patrick Mahomes just absolutely do Patrick Mahomes things. It, I, I'm so glad that he pulled it off too. Could it just continues the narrative and the storylines and the GOAT conversation? It's always fun when things come together like that.
0: What, uh, what do you make of the decision to to take the ball in OT?
2: Yeah, we know a lot more now in retrospect, don't we? Um, it, at, in the moment in the time, I think a lot of us were sitting there wondering what the correct decision was, you know, what's optimal, what's game theory optimal, what's this and that, what the clock was doing running. I, a lot of us were confused. A lot of those people who watch football Every single day for 365 days a year, we're confused. Um, it's it's not great when the coaches down on the field in the Super Bowl are confused, though. That's the little difference. It's okay if you know I'm at home eating my third piece of cheesecake and I'm confused about the clock. Kyle Shanahan maybe shouldn't have been as confused as I was. So um, they made the wrong call, as we know now. But but to ask
1: this question though. He says he gives it to them. They go down and score a touchdown. He comes back, and his offense has a fumble or turnover, or they get they can only get they can't get past the fifty, and they lose the game. Will we be now saying why didn't they take
2: it before? Yeah, well, I think there's just always like in in hindsight, there's always going to be a correct decision and incorrect decision, regardless of these sure. those scenarios that you didn't dream up. In now we know that he made the wrong decision, and it'll be kind of like a catalyst for every single you know playoff overtime game moving forward. We know the right decision now. It's just unfortunate that the Chiefs were practicing this scenario way back in training camp, and the Niners didn't know about it in the biggest game of their careers. But it, it's, the it's first thing he
1: said was that he he and his analytics staff had discussed the possibilities. So he and his analytics staff came with a game plan. So he did exactly what he wanted to do. Now, so I don't the, think he did the wrong thing. I think he did what he was supposed, what he wanted to do. It just didn't work in his favor.
2: Yeah, the, the opposing viewpoint is if you get the ball second, you now you kind of get a free down with that fourth down if you need to get a first down or a touchdown or whatever, so you know if you need the field goal or to go for it on yeah. fourth down. So I there is that viewpoint of it. There's also the flaw um, in
0: the logic that so they got the ball first and they, they want it third. What if KC just goes for two and then you don't get it third?
2: Yeah. <laughs> now that's the other wrinkle is – do they go for two? And we'll never know the answer to that. Right, right. right. Uh, you know, I in the Super Bowl, I would say probably not, but crazier things have happened. It, there's a lot of – there's. I think it's one of the more fascinating scenarios we've seen, like, live in front of our eyes, because we haven't seen it before. You, you know, like we know the way football works. You can almost, like, formulaically like lay out how a football game goes. This was brand new, and it was right in our faces on – Super Bowl Sunday. I, mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting. Unfortunately for Kyle Shanahan, my man has now blown not one, not two, but three double digit Super Bowl leads. That is insane yeah. that oh, no. he, have that on he's, your resume thing. Three? Now I I do
1: think yes, they were like ten nothing, but it was the not second a second quarter.
0: You know what I mean? Like in this game you're talking about. It, yeah, they were up ten another, but it was a second quarter. He's
1: been involved with three uh blown leads. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stop blaming anybody else and just say he's a common denominator. But
0: mad. they did come back in the fourth quarter to retake the lead. Mm-hmm. Still lost. If the Still kid lost. doesn't miss the extra point, I wonder how that goes. I, yeah, dude, it's getting harder and harder for it to to look past right. Like the Atlanta one, you're like, well, he's not the head coach. Defense okay. could have gotten a stop, whatever. Um, I, I don't know, man. It, it's <laughs> you can't. You can't outrun the storm, and, and that thing's not going away until he wins the Super Bowl. Totally. And, and winning Super Bowls gets harder and harder to do.
2: I'll say this: you got to look at yeah. You have, you have Brock Purdy, who you know exceeded all expectations, and you know he's the golden boy, Mister Relevant, this and that. You, what do you do when you go up against Patrick Mahomes? It's like you think you have a guy, and then you see Patrick Mahomes. You're like, I don't even know what I have anymore. It, it's the way every team in NFL is feeling this morning, where you know, you're the Miami Dolphins. You're like, we have two of, but we don't have a Patrick Mahomes. You know, uh, it's Justin Herbert. You know, he's a, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But is he a Patrick Mahomes? It's re- it must be really confusing to be an NFL GM right now and wonder, like, I thought I had a quarterback, but maybe I have nothing. I, and I wouldn't know how to operate if I'm one of those Tua, Justin Herbert. I, I don't want to say Joe Burrow because he's gotten so unlucky with injuries, but, I mean. What what are these quarterbacks? I'm not mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. It's it's really 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 tough.
0: Dude, he's he's lost twice in the playoffs and once to Burrow, once to Brady, and has beaten everybody else. And now Crazy. we're six years into this. This isn't like a six two years year
2: sample he's been in size. I mean, he has no wide receivers. He, his his tight end is aging rapidly, and he's still out there just doing it. There's not enough good things can be said about what Patrick Mahomes did.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. Um, we're talking with our friend Barstool Nate here on the BeckqL guest line. All right, let's switch it to the home front here. Um, you had a, a spirited blog yesterday for Barstool Sports that I would say, I, I think you're pretty accurate. I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I'll let you make your case as Washington has hired Cliff Kingsbury, who spent the last year at Southern Cal with Caleb Williams. And there's some talk, and there's also – some talk to, that totally dismisses it, but there is some talk that maybe Washington considers moving up to number one to guarantee that they can draft Caleb Williams, your reaction.
2: Yeah, so my blog is titled, In No World Should the Commanders Give Up a Historic Haul, which is what Ian Rappaport said it would take, to the Bears for the number one overall pick. And it, it's pretty simple, and I know you said you agree with it. It's because the NFL draft is still such a crapshoot and a coin flip that you would have to be so extremely positive that Kayla Williams is, you know, day and night better than a Drake may to give up a historic haul to move up one spot for him. And you only have to go back to last year, last NFL draft with the Panthers uh, taking Bryce young, number one, and then Stroud going number two, where these people, these scouts and analytic people and player personnel, people spend all year breaking down tape and film and they do all the interviews with the guys and they have them break down tape and you can still get it wrong that easily. And I'm not saying Bryce Young can't be good. It's just we saw what CJ Stroud is. And if they could do it again, the Panthers would swap it, obviously. So it's just how positive can you really be that Caleb Williams is the next guy you, and you know, what I'm saying this right now. He very well could be, but there's no way of knowing, and where this team's at now, I don't think we can give up a historic haul for a crapshoot, for a flip of a coin, for a guy that cries in the stands after losing a game. It's just such a weird – Like I I just I don't see why we would do it, and I know the Bears are probably leaking a bunch of stuff and saying you know, they're trying to hype Caleb up a ton to see how big of a package they can get in return for maybe a team like the Broncos or the Jets or – yeah, uh, there's so many teams that need a quarterback. Um, name another one for me. Um,
0: Vikings, maybe. I mean, the Vikings. A ton. Uh, yeah. Who I
2: couldn't land on. Yeah, so I I don't think we will do it. Um, the Patriots also could move up. The Titans could move up. The Giants need a quarterback. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback out there. Um, it, it just can't be us. We can't be giving up. You know, three future first round picks for a guy. Who might or might not be the guy when there are there's Drake May and Jaden Daniel sitting there. You just can't do it.
0: Uh, thank you, buddy. We got to bounce. All right. See you guys. All right. That's our guy, Barstool Nate. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at Barstool Nate. Check out his blog. If you think they should trade up for Caleb, Nate has a long, lengthy response why that should not be the case.